0: Good morning. Welcome to Building Beast Brands, the authentic Rob G podcast. I am Rob G. Today is Wednesday, December 5th, 2018. 7:23 a.m. on my way into the box. It's cold today. It's 24 degrees. The frost is on the houses and on the grass. It is chilly. Oh boy. This gives me a little bit. I don't like the cold. This gives me a little bit of a uh, like a, uh, I guess a preview of what's to come. It, I don't like the cold, and I but I can put up with this. It's okay, you know. Largely, what I walk from my house to my car, which is already warmed up, so it's a little cold. But it's warm in my house. It's warm in my car, and it's warm in the office. So outside of the walk to each of those, don't really mind it. But what I dread, if you live in the tri-state area or you live up northern parts of the U.S., you know that once it starts to get wet and cold and it gets not not snow, snow is one issue, but that crusty ice that solidifies on your car and you can't open the door or the window, you have to basically chip your car out of a block of ice. You know, the windshield is coated with a thin layer of ice and you've really got to warm up the car and you got to spray stuff on it and you got to scrape it and you walk outside and you're crunching along in your shoes on the grass. and uh, That's the part I hate. I don't like living in an igloo. Thank you very much. With all respect to the Eskimos. But anyway, it's still good. Still feels like autumn. Just a little colder. I'm not here to talk about the weather, but hey, that's a good way to start any conversation, right? Small talk kicks off any large conversation. Now, today we're going to talk about logos or more about what a logo has to do with a brand, but before I do, I want to tell you where to find me across the web. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at AuthenticRobG. Head on over to my YouTube channel, Savvy, S-A-V-V-Y with Rob G, where I talk about business ownership, branding, and productivity. Got great stuff coming up there regularly, but today on the podcast, we talk about building beast brands. Beast brand is a brand that is fearless and unapologetic in stating what it stands for and what it will not tolerate, boldly separating itself from bland brands. That's what a beast brand is. And that's what we do. So what we're going to talk about today is logos and what they have to do with a brand and what they don't have to do with a brand and what it is and what it is not, and all that stuff to clear up some confusion, what we see all the time, we see companies immediately, number one, let me get a logo, and first of all, what is a logo? A logo is simply a mark, it is not the brand, Okay, it is simply the visual element of the brand, that quickly identifies the brand in terms of connecting uh, a visual to the experience. And so a logo has to be very intentionally and purposefully designed by somebody who understands number one, logo design, but number two, branding. And why, why is that? What's the difference? Isn't a logo just some device, some graphical element that looks cool, slap a cool color on there and isn't that a good logo just as long as it looks good? No, that's just one part of what a logo should be. Of course, it should be well designed, I think that goes without saying. But think about this for a second, if a logo identifies your brand, well, that's exactly what has to take place. It has to reflect the essence of the brand and communicate that in s- in a split second visually, most of the time without any words. Mm. Now, don't be fooled. Don't think that because you got something that looks professional or cool that you've got yourself an effective logo. You know, we see these sites out there that will give you a logo for $50 or Fiverr. you go going Fiverr and somebody will design you a logo for 5 bucks, 10 bucks. 15 $20. Bucks. And people are doing this. Businesses are doing this in a not very smart fashion because how can somebody provide you with a logo? Number one, so cheap because it takes skill to execute a logo, physically illustrate it, draw it, Design it. it takes time. Number one it takes expertise on how to do that, so it's clean and proper, and works well across different formats and situations. It has to be that the designer of the logo has to sit down with you and talk to you, the business owner, about your brand. What does what does your brand, what does your company stand for? What is it, what are its core values? Why is it in business? What does it do for people? How does it make people feel? All these are part of branding, which I really don't like to separate a logo from getting a brand. Or I shouldn't say getting a brand, but discovering the brand and amplifying it. The brand is innate within the company already. But. Sometimes maybe that's not possible. It costs a fair amount of dough to get yourself a, an effective brand identity a system, That everything that goes along with it. So if you want to start out with just a logo because, well, you got to start somewhere and maybe the cash isn't flowing yet in order to do the whole thing. So you want to get a logo. Well, it's okay, but you definitely don't want to skimp here. An effective logo is going to work for you in properly conveying your brand to the public so you don't have to explain it. If it's going to show up on your business card, your letterhead, your envelope, this is real old school stuff, envelope. By the way, side note, I had to write a check the other day and I had to put it in an envelope and mail it. Man, was I irritated. I am so digital. I couldn't stand like, I can't believe I got to write a check and put it in an envelope. Put a stamp on it and stick it in the mailbox. I was like, what am I, a caveman? Am I just a caveman having to send paper in a person's bag so they can put that piece of paper in somebody else's box? I don't know. But anyway, yeah, it has to go on the stationery. It goes on the website. Heck, it goes on a billboard, the side of a car, a truck. It goes on the side of a building. It goes on all marketing materials. It goes on event invitations. It goes on your social media. It goes everywhere. Now, let me ask you a question. If you were to have a logo created for you for 50 bucks, 100 bucks, or 200 bucks, which is ridiculously cheap and most likely not effective, then why on earth... Would you invest so little in something that is going to go so far or potentially could do so much for your business? A logo is an investment in your brand and the future creation of your brand if you haven't created it altogether that will pay dividends as it in seconds conveys your company's brand to somebody so that when they see that mark, they go, oh yes. Good company. That's the end game of a logo. People look at it, they go, hopefully, they're like, oh yeah, good company. Sometimes they haven't even, they don't even, they've never used you before. They don't even really know what you do. They just have associated that logo somewhere, somehow they had some kind of interaction with it. And it made them feel a certain way, hopefully, good and it works on a subconscious level so often when it comes to the advertising that people just go, oh yeah, I've heard of them and they think they must be good because the law of familiarity and branding kicks in. Familiar equals, oh, must be good when it comes to a company. So a logo is an investment in your company. Do not skimp here, folks. Do not skimp here. If you're going to invest any kind of money in your business it should return multiples of what you invested. So guess what? You spend 50 bucks on a logo. You think it's going to return multiples? If you really didn't do a proper job, I mean, forget it. Just hey, put an X on a piece of paper and call it your logo and save yourself 50 bucks and achieve the same result. Okay? You got that with logos? So, how is that how is that in, in conjunction with a brand? Well, listen, I'm going to tell you a story and it may seem to debunk what I just said, but I'm going to explain it a little further. I'm going to give you one of the greatest examples of a brand and talk about the logo that is the top of it. And I say that because the brand Nike, that brand was in full swing as an experience before people could associate that swoosh with it. Now if you haven't heard this story, get ready because this is, this is unbelievable to me. I read the book Shoe Dog by Phil Knight. Phil Knight started Nike back in the 60s and by the way, you want to read about an incredible story of one of America's most widely recognized brands, actually the world most widely recognized, but one of America's top brands. What a great read great autobiography written by the man himself and people think Nike has just always been this wildly successful company and I can assure you, uh, take a a read of that book because it's going to be (laughs) eye-opening. He didn't start out successful or with tons of money to back this company but at some point during the early beginnings of Nike, I think it was back in the early 70s, he Realized they needed some kind of logo to put on the shoe. And I guess they didn't have anything at the time, but maybe the name. I'm not really sure, but I do know this for sure. He hired a student, an art student, a graphic design student, to come up with some kind of logo. And he paid this woman $35. Now, in the early 70s, 35 bucks wasn't 35 bucks of what you think about today. But it, it was definitely, I don't know, what could it have been? Maybe 100 bucks equivalent? <laughs> and he didn't even like it. He kept it because he was so busy building his company, building his brand, that he said, well, maybe it'll grow on me. Can you imagine that? The Nike swoosh. Maybe it'll grow on me. Maybe I'll like it after a while because right now I'm not feeling it. Holy cow. And now wherever you see that swoosh, you're like, Oh, Nike, what awesome shoes, whatever, clothing, whatever you want to, whatever you purchase from Nike, right? Just amazing. So in this case, it actually worked out. Because the brand that Nike was and amplified to the world embodied that swoosh. So the mark, which I'm sure had some intention behind it, that the graphic designer didn't just say, you know, in a vacuum, not knowing anything about the shoe company, come up with this mark and say, here, this looks cool. I'm sure she did it properly, but... It it wasn't even uh, I'm gonna say it wasn't even a proper discovery and branding uh, branding discovery session I'm sure because for 35 bucks from a student I don't think a student really knows how to do all it takes to amplify a logo from a brand but the swoosh happened to work because essentially when you look at it people see different things they see they see speed they see Movement, activity, and this is all true. I think this is I think this is a case where it worked out. But the point is, the brand made the mark. The brand made the logo what it is today. It wasn't the other way around. So think about that when you are branding your company and you need a logo. If you need a logo, you want to have some forethought. We know much better today more about uh branding than we did back in the 60s and 70s largely not because we've become more intelligent about it i think it's become more uh understood by more people these days but what we have is an evolution of marketing strategies that make it so critical and the ease of which to attain artwork you know by going online and hiring some company who has a staff of designers, which I always picture a a stable of animals just tied to their stalls and pumping out, you know, like a sweatshop, just pumping out graphic designs and, you know, that don't mean anything to the company, but because it's so easily accessible and so I'm going to put in quotes affordable because you're not really getting much for your money when you don't hire the proper designer to do it. I think that's why. I know that's why. So you want to do it right. You want to make sure that you have a forethought and what your company stands for. Give it some thought. So your branding then, as you know, a branding is the art of differentiation. It is the way a company makes you feel. OK? So what your brand does and how it makes a person feel, should be reflected in the mark. But you've got to establish that branding in your mind and on paper and your—you know, it comes out of your heart. If you're the founder of the company, more than likely you started the company with a purpose in mind of what you thought you wanted the company to, to be and what it should stand for and what it doesn't like about its particular industry. And That's a great way to look at it. Think about the thing that, that ticks you off about your industry. and You probably said, well, we're not going to do that. We're different. Hey, when you say, hey, we're different than competition, look, if a client comes to you and says, you know, why should we hire you? And you say, in effect, we're different because if you have to explain that, if you have to answer that question, you didn't properly and effectively brand your business because that should precede that conversation. In other words, that conversation, that question should never happen because the answer to we're different because there's your brand. But you need to amplify it across everywhere so before a client comes to you, hopefully they're coming to you and saying, you know what, we've looked at so many of your competition and you all out of the say three or four, you all seem to be very good at what you do and, and hold quality in high regard. And you know you're a little bit more expensive, but we want you because whatever, whatever you stand for, because you're this, because you're that, because you're more in line with our values. People are buying a lot more today based on values, not value necessarily, not the value um, which is uh, the perception of what you get when you purchase something. Has nothing to do with price, but the values, the core values, the beliefs that a company holds, people are buying more on that, and are willing to pay more for that, when they're making a purchase, more than ever before. So how does a how does a customer know what your values are if you don't state it? Boy, you're shooting yourself in the foot. You want to you want to be stating that across all your feeds should be that way in your website. You should be stating that unapologetically. Be a beast. So that when a customer comes to your website or has an interaction with your, your brand, they already know what you stand for and they will align with you and pay a little bit more to be in association with you. This day and age, we have so many people becoming personal brands thanks in large part due to YouTube where we have regular people becoming superstars, uh, personality stars, personal brand stars. We're so interested in their lives that they've become their own brand, which is a phenomenal thing. Man, that is a great thing. I love that. I think that's, that puts power in every individual's hands because God made everybody unique, so you have a unique brand right out of the gate, but with personal brands, you know, that's something where, you know, if you're amplifying that out there, you know, that will always precede you. And you can build that. And you can profit from that. And you can leverage that. So there you go. That's logo, as it has to do with brands. That's what branding is. Bottom line takeaways. Get a logo properly if you're not going to do the whole branding experience and you're unlimited funds right now. You want to have your logo designed by a designer. Yes. Don't go online to some company. Deal with a person and make sure that they understand branding so that you can when the time comes and revenue is high you you can go back and take that logo and go to a branding company and say okay here's the logo we're happy with it or you know can you do an audit of this logo versus what you've discovered in the brand strategy session does it still work does it need to be refined or is it good as it is and we just need to now build the rest of the brand out in terms of all the the visual elements and all the elements that go with branding the messaging and so on i want to hear i want to hear what you got to say i want to hear how this has been successful for you how you've approached it maybe if you've made a mistake and you need some correction maybe i can answer some questions hit me up across the web you can find me on twitter and instagram at authentic rob g over on youtube my channel savvy with rob g i want you to check out those videos Spike the comments below. Hit that subscribe button. i got great new content coming up regularly. But this has been Building Beast Brands, the authentic Rob G podcast with Rob G. Thank you for listening and have a great day.